Joining me this morning from the Badger Institute, we were chit-chatting off-air and almost got caught uh, uh, with a little dead air, but we we squeezed in at the last moment. Mike Nichols, who is the president of Badger Institute, is joining me. We're going to talk about, and you know, I mean, how many examples do we have to uh, cite of gubernatorial goofiness here in Wisconsin, <laughs> right? I mean, isn't that, <laughs> isn't that just sort of an accurate statement? I mean, I, I love the... The piece that you just uh, recently published about that, and I think specifically a constitutional amendment is is perhaps maybe one of the ways. I don't know if that's going to be enough to rein in, and let's face it, it's not just Tony Evers, but his administration and those that are sort of propelling him to make the decisions that he is making and has made so far as, as the governor of Wisconsin. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Meg. There are lots of examples of... of uh, of gubernatorial goofiness, but this one goes back to last July. People probably remember that the governor used his partial veto, which is a very, which is very strange. He has this partial veto authority, which is the most liberal in all of the United States, but he used it to basically extend a, a, a tax increase for school funding for 400 years. Right? He was able to to um, veto out a hyphen and a couple of numbers, I think, to combine a part of a sentence to extend what had originally been uh, a, a, an increase in school funding for a couple years, you know, through 24-25 to the year 24-25. So <laughs> pretty goofy way to run a, run a democracy and allow one man to, uh, you know, extend funding and taxes for 400 years. So everybody all around the country got a, you know, got a kind of a good chuckle out of it. We sort of became a laughing stock, but, but it's a serious issue, right? You know, should, should uh, our governor be allowed to do that unilaterally? Well, and I mean, it, it is uh, in my, in my opinion, uh, uh, although I guess we can be lighthearted about it, there really isn't anything lighthearted about for thinking about 400 years of tax increases and, and I mean, future, 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 future generations of people expecting. And, and I mean, I've had this um, conversation, or at least I've asked this question a lot in conversations about funding for public schools here in Wisconsin. And um, the left is never able to answer the question, how much money is enough to educate a student? How much money can you, can you agree to that will properly educate a student? And of course, the answer is never enough. Yeah, I mean, you have per pupil spending that, uh, you know, at least in some districts is up to 16, 17, 18,000 a year. And you still have, you know, decreasing aptitude and proficiency rates. And so there's, there's no clear correlation between spending and, and uh, academic proficiency. There are lots of other issues and and problems as well but spending is is not the is not the cure well yeah and it's it's frustrating because uh, i mean we're we're not ever going to see at least it doesn't appear as if tony evers or his administration have in their minds that they want to uh, give any money back to the wisconsin taxpayer and i mean with with the surplus that should be priority number one in light of the fact that it's become almost unaffordable to live in Wisconsin anymore because of 
well, Bidenomics, as well as the policies here that uh, Democrats are pushing in Wisconsin. Yeah, and this um, this partial veto thing you you mentioned earlier, it's not in fairness just Governor Evers. There have been a lot of other governors who have abused the privilege in the past, both Democrats and Republicans. I mean, Lucy Earl Doyle, you know, Democrats. But it does go back to, you know, Tommy Thompson did the same thing, used what we used to call the Vanna White veto and issued actually 457 different partial vetoes. So there are all these abuses that go way back. I mean, this veto authority has actually existed in Wisconsin since 1930. Uh, it wasn't until Warren Knowles, you know, kind of figured out that he could, you know, use these partial vetoes to, you know, take out words and letters. And and I think uh, I think that was in 1969 that this whole issue, you know, really really arose where governors were changing the intent of legislation, but. You know, Knowles, Thompson, you know, Lucy, Earl, Doyle, and, uh, you know, now, of course, uh, Evers is, is using it in a way that, that is, is really uh, ridiculous, right? And so we need a remedy, and it's not clear that there's a legal remedy, but, um, you know, a court remedy. But I think, and we've said from the beginning from last summer, that we think a constitutional amendment is needed. And so Republicans now have... Uh, actually introduced some legislation that's kind of been running through committees, a joint resolution actually in both the Assembly and the Senate that uh, has been running through committees and hopefully will get on a ballot in two years. You know, constitutional amendments have to be uh, passed twice in successive sessions of the legislature and then put on a ballot so that the people can vote on a change to the, uh, the Constitution. And that shouldn't be taken lightly, but we think in this instance that that would be appropriate. Well, and I'm all for being consistent. I mean, if we are expecting and demanding it of Democrats, indeed, I agree. We Republicans shouldn't have that, uh, I don't know, this, this ability to be goofy, which is, I guess, and, and, you know, if you talk to the young people, there's a, there's, you know, the, I guess goofy is, 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 is a huge insult. I mean, more so than we would think uh, when we look at the definition of goofy. It, in fact, um, I think both of my sons would say, "You're a goofy." Is some is a, is a big insult to somebody. But yeah, I, I it's frustrating because again, when we well, when the Republicans, the legislative Republicans, have talked about any kind of tax cuts for anyone in Wisconsin, we've not yet been able to see any any relief from the Evers administration and you know and again again I guess I would also add or I would pile that on in terms of gubernatorial goofiness as you have described in this particular article. Geez Meg I just looked up goofy on Urban Dictionary I can't even read the definition to you I wasn't is aware naughty? of that. Is it naughty? It, it is. Oh all as, right. as is Great. everything on Urban Dictionary but um, yeah gubernatorial goofiness I, I <laughs> It, at least in the old definition um, that I was using when I coined that term, uh, truly exists and really needs to be remedied. So I do think the constitutional amendment is a, is a good idea, and I hope that I hope that the legislature in this session, before it ends here, follows through and um, you know and passes this um, joint resolution that will enable it eventually to be on the ballot. Well, I'm all about the old school, so we'll just go with the original. I mean, I don't know, Random House definition. <laughs> Of goofy, and we'll stick with that because yeah, I, right. I would. I can only imagine everything in the Urban Dictionary is yeah, just not 
we it doesn't make its way up to the northern part of Wisconsin. It probably won't that term won't come up until I don't know 10 15 years from now, so it'll right. it, it'll have right. passed. But so I guess um do you think that I mean it's obviously not going to happen this year, right? This amendment? No, no. So it can't happen this year. It has to go through two successive right. uh, legislatures. So this would be the first instance which could happen here in the coming uh, week or two, I guess, hopefully. And then it would have to be it would have to happen again um, in the next legislative session. And then it would have to be put on a ballot. But there is precedent for this. I mean, this has happened twice before because uh, voters got got tired of the abuse of the partial veto previously. And um, so there are two prior constitutional amendments that happened. In 1990, there was one where, you know, voters, you know, in a two-to-one margin actually, uh, you know, said that we can't have this, 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 what we call this Vanna White veto, where you can't have governors that create new words by striking out individual letters and stringing together other letters. So that did happen in 1990. And then in, uh, in 2000. I guess it was 2008, but in response to some stuff that Jim Doyle had done, voters voted to no longer allow use of what we call the Frankenstein veto. I don't remember all this, Meg, um, but that had allowed governors to create new sentences by combining parts of two or more sentences. And in that one, over 70% of voters approved the amendment in 2008. So. You know, you'd think that you'd think that those prior constitutional amendments would have taken care of the problem. But, you know, I mean, politicians are are sneaky. Right. And they're creative. And Evers has apparently found a way to, to still use this partial veto authority to, you know, extend spending. I wonder and, if uh, Anna White takes, so, takes so, offense yes, to this. Yeah. So, so we need so we need to do it again. Right. And I think I think what they want to do this time is explicitly. um rule, I guess, explicitly prohibit, I should say, governors from creating or increasing uh, a tax or a fee. So again, I hope uh, I hope this is the remedy. So are you as frustrated as I am that in order to get any common sense, I don't know if you even consider this legislation, but a common sense law passed is that we have to continue to um, well, we have to continue to push constitutional amendments because we just we're our government is so divided that there's no other way to accomplish anything for the citizens of Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean, in all in all seriousness, you know, um, we're at the Badger Institute here, and so we do a lot of research on you know policy ideas, and you know, we try to take our job seriously, right? And we're we're trying to present ideas and you know, legislative remedies or fight against legislation at times that, you know, we think that people across the political spectrum can agree on. And, and Meg, you know, I have to tell you, it's become increasingly difficult because of the, the acrimony, you know, not just at the federal level, but at the Capitol. I, 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 do, think, I do think that the states are, are still the best place for us to come to some, you know, common agreement on how to move our democracy forward. I mean, our federal government is is just completely dysfunctional, it appears right now to me. So, you know, we do have some hope at the state level and we do have some hope in Wisconsin. There are still at times some bipartisan remedies on things that we think are good. I mean, 
uh, you know, I can I can point to you know a handful of them here in the last year. So there is still hope, but you know, from where we sit, it it is just really concerning and uh, really you know worsening environment. You know, where that has become so politicized that we can't just move sort of basic policy that I think everybody ought to be able to agree with. I think I think everybody in the state ought to, ought to be able to agree that one man, our governor, should not be able to uh, extend out spending and and what will eventually be taxation for 400 years. I mean, if we can't agree on that, what can we agree on? So, Mike, is there a way to undo that? I mean, is it going to take a Republican governor? Well, um, yeah, it, it's. I mean, undo you know, what he's uh, done. Yeah, well, uh, another governor could could undo that. Another legislature uh, could undo that. And um, I, I guess I don't know if that's the only remedy. Robin Voss originally said last summer that they were considering court action to challenge it in the courts or a constitutional amendment. I don't believe there was any court action. I had talked to Dan Kelly, the former justice at one point, about this, and he said, you know, that He's not sure how the Supreme Court would rule on, on the issue of whether Evers had abused his authority with that partial veto because the law is just so muddled on this on this issue. So, I mean, there's a possible legal court remedy, Meg, um, but it's just, it's just not clear that that, that uh, a challenge would succeed. So the constitutional, I, I think, amendment is is needed and merited and other than that, yeah, I mean, a future legislature and governor could could uh, reverse course. Oh, we got to get to work, that's for sure. Well, Mike yeah. Nichols, thank you for joining me this morning. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Badgerinstitute.org, is that correct? That's it, Meg. Thank right. you. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. I really appreciate it. Have a great weekend. We'll talk soon. Great. Going to a break. We'll be right back on the WSAU Wisconsin Morning News. Meg Ellison, the Wisconsin Morning News on WSAU.